You are listening to a Reverie original podcast. Download the Reverie app and start streaming the best in queer film, series, podcast, and music. Yes. They call me Dip and I'm Meatball, bitch. We got our own show up in this podcast, sis. Woof. DTF. You wanted to bear, but you got this mess. Unbearable. With Big Dipper. And Meatball. Hey. Okay, great. That's great. Dollar Shave Club has amazing shower products, hairstyling products, toothbrushes, and toothpaste. And of course, razors. Everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best, no matter how you get ready. Right now, you can get ready with an amazing deal on one of their shave, shower, or oral care starter sets at dollarshaveclub.com. Backslash Reverie. Hi, I'm Big Dipper. And I'm Meatball. And welcome to Unbearable with with Big Big Dipper Dipper and Meatball. And this is a special shout out to all those butt boys. (laughs) I love a good butt boy. How are you, Meatball? I'm good. How are you? So many good things happening for you. You think? Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Tell my mom. Your album dropped. It's, It's the, what was it called? The penultimate of queer rap? The penultimate. Wait, what was it called? It was oh, queer was rap at its finest. Yes, but you also need to remember that queer rap that we're talking finest. about. Something. I'm here with queer rap's finest, Big <laughs> Dipper. Everybody, how are you feeling about being the representation of all queer rap? That is as not, a white male. That's not queer what the, rap. The headlines. Rap. I think a, it did say that. You know, I could just check your Instagram. The headline, you did post it. The headline did not say a representative of all music and all rappers. Sure read like that. It just said that because I was I as a gay rapper. Oh, yeah. As a queer rapper. Yeah. Exclusive. Big Dipper's LP, Late Bloomer, is queer rap at its finest. And you as a rapper wrote all your own words? Mm-hmm. Finest. Oh no, you wrote them. Yeah, right, that's right. right. right, 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 right <laughs> so you right, right. as a top rapper. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that we get the right uh vernacular wait, uh the right words. The here. other thing I want to say is you always forget that this episode is going to come out in like a month. Oh right. So this whole read <laughs> is a waste of money. Yeah, time. exactly. Everyone will be like, Oh yeah, remember Everyone's already read you. It came out two days ago. Remember a month ago when Dipper's album was amazing and then Meatball was Honestly salty? when this album <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're going to say, uh, Auntie Anne's fucking salty ass bitch. Okay, so wait, you, uh, about a month ago, <laughs> you um, were a referee for I was a, a referee in a wrestling ring, in a wrestling match with like queer wrestlers. It truly sounds crazy. It and the was fact that you were absurd. flat-footed with no heels is also They would shocking. not let me wear heels on the thing. Also, it was impossible. But a, you a, couldn't find a cute sneaker? I didn't know they weren't going to let me wear the heels. I got up on the thing and they're like, take those off. You're going to put holes in it. So a wrestling ring is actually very soft. You can hit it pretty hard and you'll like bounce up. It's got a lot of like bounce and give. So it was kind of like it was comparable to like trying to wear heels on a Tempur-Pedic bed. Right. Or like in a park. On grass. On grass. Well, no, grass is easier, I think, than what I was doing. So they, I just had to kick my shoes off, and I was like, God, I wish I would have got like a wrestling boot or something. Or a ballet flat. You would look so cute in a little ballet Ew. slipper. I just think drag queens don't look good in flats. Do you remember... I, I'm i going to give... <laughs> do you remember um, a YouTube video of like three-year-olds at a ballet recital and the little girl and the little girl no 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 the one little girl like really feeling it like going so hard i feel like you should remake that but it was like two wasn't it too like aretha franklin song wasn't it respect 
Maybe. I think it was. That doesn't mean you can't do it. Oh, it means fully that I'm going to do it. Yeah, celebrate. But I mean, and then you can be in these little ballet flats. And just point my toes. And just dance like that little girl. She did the big arms. Yeah, and get your other um, shitty drag queen friends. You know, the people you hang out with. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. But get them to be the other drag queens. Just be like dumb and stupid you know i don't hang out with other drag queens right right right, right. i forgot about all right but yeah the wrestling match was good i have an issue with that's a great idea by the way when people throw you into something like that without really like telling but you you had rehearsal they i gave them my you know what i'm not gonna get into this yeah above this Uh, we had a a one hour rehearsal yeah yeah why be petty when you can be um pretty Mm, that doesn't work for for me at all (laughs) that's a great all right well your album finally oh no it still has not come out no it's out oh did it finally come out no it, it, it legitimately comes out tomorrow but people listening to it it's out. Like, obviously, it's out. So you want me to talk to you about uh, performing at Bear Events and <laughs> all the STDs you've probably got now? I do want to say How one many thing. dicks did you suck while you were- In Kansas City? In Kansas City. Literally two, and I talked about it on the last episode, the husbands. Oh, right. I sucked them on either side of the room. I was planning to suck, like, 50 dicks. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Why is that? <laughs> Uh, I was I was literally asking around. I was like, anybody need the dick suck? I'm just trying to suck this anyone- I was up on the stage and I was like, my inspiration for all this music is how many dicks go down my throat. Like, let me know if you want to help inspire new music. Like, I was inviting you know, people. What I learned mouth is when you ask no people one. on stage for that, they they're like, <laughs> what a joke. And I'm like, know. no, I'm actually asking you to fucking eat my ass. Well, that's gross. You, you don't want to go back there? And my skibbity bop. Up in my skibbity doo bop. <laughs> all right. Well, well, no, what I wanted to say about this, first of all, I did want to read you, like, these notes are here for us. They don't need to, like, listen to us read the notes poorly. This is like a cue card. You're supposed to create a fantasy that we have, like, this seamless banter. I didn't want to talk to you about you sucking dick in Kansas City. Does this say sucking dick? Well, it says performing at bear events, and to me, that's... No, you know, what I wanted to talk about. Sucking a dick in Kansas City. That's my performance, baby. Was like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was the actual performance. Is like I was in a hotel ballroom, and there, did I talk about this? No, last you did time? not talk about this. I was at in all. a hotel ballroom, and um, they had a quinceanera the next day, Ugh. so they had this dance floor already set up. So they didn't have chairs on it. And then they had chairs to the side. And then they had like eight top like round banquet tables in the back. And they had a bar in the back. So there were tons of people. There were like 200 people in there. But the room in like a concert setting could have held like six or 800 people like standing watching a concert. So people were there, but they were all spread out. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like that was the event that night for the bear event. So everyone came. But not everyone was, was interested in watching yeah. me. Mm. And so there were people in the back bar talking, which like happens at a bar. Um, and then there were people in the front row just standing and watching like it was a theater show. And that like so it was just every like it was every possible grouping of audience member. And then there was like a clump of like 20 and 30 year olds, like maybe 20 of them down front standing, cheering, drinking, dancing yeah. like in their jock straps. And then like older uh, couple guys like in their cargo shorts and tucked in T-shirts and phone clips, like sitting there watching me skeptically like, what is this? And like the light I had to ask them to turn the lights off because I had lights on me. So I was like, 
turn these other lights off. Like we don't need the lights on in this banquet hall. So it was, it was one of the more wild experiences. And like the feedback I get at those events is, is wild. What did you hear? Well, it's, it's, and, and I appreciate it all because honestly, like they paid for me to come out. They were excited. They put me on the promo. They treated me really nicely. Like I had a fantastic time, Lovely. but it's like that mix of like a celebratory and a humbling experience at the exact same time. Cause people are like, what you do is really not for me. <laughs> and they're and you're like, great, thank cool. you thank for you saying so that, for that directly to my mm, face. Didn't need to hear it. And then other people are like, um, oh, I've never seen that before. That must take a lot of balls. And I'm like, because it's brave or because you liked it? Like, I couldn't tell. And then other people are like, I love that you're doing this. And this is what, you know, we need at these events because they're all the same. And like, you're doing something different. And I like your music and blah, blah, blah. But it's just so funny because I stood there at like a merch table afterwards, just like interacting with people. And it's so it's I, I appreciate it because it opens this like intimacy door because they watched me for 45 minutes. 45 minutes 45 minutes they watched me do that show so then they feel like we're already so they can just walk up and say whatever they want and so you know as long as you like after doing this for a few years you sort of like remove the the like what hits you personally and you just sort of smile and, and like take it as it goes but it was definitely like a completely unique experience well good for you and um, something you would have very much enjoyed after your year of exploration. Um, they they had an indoor pool at the hotel, and they bl- they blocked off it. They blocked it off from the public, so it was private to the bear event. Oh no! And it became a clothing optional Ugh. indoor pool. Oh, you hate that? I I've never liked the pools. If you go back and listen to the clothing optional episodes, I always say I stuck my foot in the pool, but I'm not getting in. But it was like it because was like the water gets murky, and you don't know what's going on, and you don't know why it's murky. They apparently it's definitely not sunscreen. I can tell you that much right now. Well, at this indoor pool, it's not sunscreen. They <gasps> they drain this pool after this bear weekend every year. Yeah, uh, when I was at. Some are camp at the R3 in Guerneville. They said, oh, there used to be a hot tub, but the bears cracked it. Ah, and I was like, incredible. what happened? They're like, three of them got in. No, but they actually, like, a bunch of them got in and it broke. It ripped it in that half. That is so crazy. Isn't that gross? That's bears like an gro- above ground hot Yeah, it was like right? up on a platform yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I just, like, I'm excited for when you travel to bear events and you perform at them. It's weird that I haven't done, like, a bear event yet. I think it'll start. Like, honestly, I'm doing more bear events than I ever did. And when I first started making music, I marketed myself as, like, gay bear rapper. Yeah, like, I that guess was I don't it. really market myself as a bear queen anymore. But like, I'm I've saying, doing that. I, think, I think the bear events are so community-based and so insular that they're not necessarily trying to grab the, like, thing that's really hot. Yeah. So, like, it took a couple years, and now I'm playing, you know, and now I no longer am, like, actively marketing myself as a bear rapper. I'm uh, You're queer, a queer rap at its finest. At its finest. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, anyways, that was a well, great talk. Talk about so that. So happy. Love that. Love that. Your experience is amazing. It yeah. reminds me a lot of my time when I was in San Francisco. Speaking of San Francisco, come on, segways. We have one of my favorite drag queens from San Francisco. It's time for our special guest. She lives here. Ooh, here she we just are got so Los mad Angeles. when I said from San Francisco. Yeah, I was like, uh, did you forget? Her name it's is Crumpetow. <laughs> Sorry, forgot to say the guest <laughs> names. Hi, Crump. I got wicked high last <laughs> night, and it seems to be rolling over into today. How are you? 
I'm great. How Thank are you? you for being here. You're welcome. How was your morning? Um, fine. I had a lot of coffee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Meatball told me something about you what? that we're going to adjust our schedule a little bit. Normally, we do snack time at the end. Oh, okay. But we're going to start. I was worried about that. We're going to start with part of our snack time right now. Oh, right. Okay. Which because. You, You're, you loosen up a little bit when you've had a little boom. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, we, we're yes. going to have uh, So we're going to have mimosas. some mimosas. I can't have the orange juice, but I can have the. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and I'm not going to have the champagne. I'll have them all. <laughs> so Meepo will have a mimosa. I literally have I'll nothing have to do but dress up like a lady today. So I'm will... going to get drunk. Okay, here. You get to open that meatball. Oh, Amazing. I love a good cook. Well, I love that the secret is I love a cook's, now. you know? <laughs> I you have have oh, it's a, good, it's a good year. March. <laughs> March. Oh, yeah. I walked in. I said, where's your cheapest champagne? And he laughed at me. Uh-huh. And I was like, bitch. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I used to have, when I hosted this party in San Francisco for like a year and a half, Yeah, this man that used to come in, this like Russian man that worked at a bar nearby in the Castro, he would come in every so often on the Wednesdays that I would host and buy me a bottle of champagne at the bar that I was hosting the party at because he knew that I liked it. Amazing. And it was wonderful. And I don't know his name and I can't remember what he looks like. You but know generous. <laughs> I'm not even mad at this because later today I'm doing a video where I'm tequila taste testing, so I'm just going to be drunk all day. Ugh. Uh, no. Well, just don't drive drunk. I'm not going to. A little champagne isn't going to do it for me. <laughs> no, I know. I just mean, you know, later when you're tequila taste testing. We're doing it right by my house. I don't, I don't this has nothing to do with it. Anyway. Uh, you do you have to you? drink it or is it like wine where you just like. I'm going to drink it. Swish it around and spit it out. Oh, and this is good organic orange juice. Ooh. So, Krem, um, we're very happy to have you here. Not to, um, what's the word? Not to uh, uh, reduce you to your labels, but we have yet to have a female identified drag queen on our show. That is very oh. true. Do you, now, do you use the term bio queen? Uh -uh. Do you hate that term? Um, I just don't think it's necessary, and I think it sounds really stupid. I, I don't like that either. I don't like it. I'm just like, I understand why people use it, because like, not everybody is like um, educated enough or used to having female drag queens around, so I can understand why people use it and why people feel like real strong attachments to right. it. Yeah. But to me, I'm just like, I literally just do drag. Like, There's, there's no need for anyone to have a separate label. Like, yeah. Unless you're a drag king and you're like completely doing yeah. a different gender, then it doesn't. And right. it also reminds me. me of, we have a performer here in LA named Tito Soto, mm -hmm. who is like a male performer, but he gets up in makeup and does like these huge, like they're basically drag performances, but we're not walking around calling him a bio king. But what, yeah. were, what were they calling him? We called him a bio king yeah. because it was like a bio queen, bio king, and he hates it. But everyone just calls him a performer. Right. Yeah. So I don't understand why we have to like identify. I don't like identifying bio yeah. queen, yeah, like no. saying bio queen. I don't like calling femme queens. Well, I have talked about this before. I'm like because when you're doing that, you're basically announcing me on stage as my genitals, and it's really strange. Oh, true. Just like welcome to the stage, a walking vagina. Like it just doesn't <laughs> right. make any sense to me why you would and have we've to said specify that genitals is like no one's fucking business. When yeah, you're on stage. and it's like when I'm in drag, like you don't know nobody right. knows like yeah. very few people know it's like when i start talking sometimes but even then it's like kind of confusing yeah 
You um, know, I think I think it's obviously not the same, but I think it's like a sister argument to like the word, like the T word. Yeah. Which now we say the T word instead of saying tranny. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The evolution of that, like people who have been in the club scene. Like, we had Mario, uh, I was going to say Mario Lopez. Beat. Oh. <laughs> we had Jackie Beat and Mario Diaz on, and, like, Jackie gets so animated about that because she's like, I came up in the club scene, we used that word yeah. mm-hmm. sort of synonymous with um, drat. Like, it, it was all sort of mixed together. And as, as language evolves, now that's, like, that's a no-no word, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. And and then now people want to identify people as like trans queens and all of these different identifiers. Yeah. And I think for like a larger audience, it's it's something to hold on to to sort of wrap your brain around everything because yeah. yeah, we like to we always like to look. I mean, it's just like people. How many people ask you about your racial makeup? Oh. All the time, because they're like, I'm looking at you, and your or skin they'll is... start talking to me in Spanish or something, and I'm like, mm, sorry, I don't know. That never Spanish. happens to me. Oh yeah, well, everyone I... assumes that I'm Asian. Yeah, oh, Asian. interesting. Mm-hmm. Every single person, yeah, since I was like a child. That's wild. Yeah. Because you're Mexican. Oh, yeah. I'm fully Mexican, but I never, like, get booked for, like, Latin nights or, like, do any of this. Oh, yeah. I never get booked for, like, Black Girl Magic shows or anything. Oh, yeah. specifically uh, Black Girl Magic. <laughs> You're like, hello, <laughs> like, As one of the uh, maybe only, like, of- recognizable black queens around. I, think it's for a I mean, but reason, that's though. also not true because I've asked you before about do you know any black queens? And yeah, you the say answer no. is no because I don't know. Like, there's not that many that. But there are tons in LA. I think I think at the There's, parties that you and I go to black and the people that we booked. are aware of, black queens do not get booked. But I know but I Amber know Crane, I know Cornbread Jeté, I know Calypso Jeté, I know Diana Jackanoff. I know, like I can name there off. There you go. Uh, that's four. Wait, there's one more. <laughs> there's one I was going to say Cake Moss. I think Barbie's Addiction's black, half black. Well, There's not, black so, queens, but none of them are like... Now what we're doing is we're getting into this entire conversation that is a conversation that, like, on one hand, and th- this also relates to the bio queen ideas, mm-hmm. on, on one hand, it's, like, a necessary conversation because it's, like, an opening up people's ideas to, like, what's happening. Yeah. And then on the other hand, it's a completely irrelevant conversation. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Because what we should be doing is just booking energy. people yeah. based on yeah. talent, look, ability. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so that that's what I think is so funny when, like, we talk about, like, inclusion and we talk about like opening our brains up to like what are people offering and what like everyone wants to like check off certain boxes yeah. but nobody that's an actual drag queen gives a shit yeah like nobody cares nobody Correct. that's actually doing drag that's active that's working nobody cares nobody it's cares. only the people that don't do drag and the people that go to clubs and the people that watch drag race and think they know everything about drag mm-hmm. that have these comments to make it it's like you're not I have never ever met a drag queen that has had a problem with me doing drag oh yeah no Actually, like, dra- major drag queens stand you so hard. They oh, like, yeah. love you. Yeah, it's just so. And it's funny because I get like comments from people, and like I know like you're a huge like drag race fan, or you're like this, and I'm like your favorite. I'm your favorite queen's favorite, favorite queen. queen. Yeah, yeah. You're like Trixie Mattel's favorite queen. Yeah. So, so when did you first? Let's get back to like. Let's go back. Let's go okay. back. When did when you did first you become drag? aware oh. of drag? Um, I've always been aware of drag. Because I like grew up in the '90s, I always knew about RuPaul. Like mm-hmm. I knew yeah. Supermodel, like the back of my hand. Like That's that wild. song was just always in existence. I, there has never been like a point in my life that I didn't know what a drag queen was. Huh. That's um, amazing. But I think I just started getting into it 
like four or five years ago. Where were you raised? San Francisco, your whole in life, the Bay or? Area. Yeah. Bay Area. Okay. Yeah. So like in the suburbs outside yeah. of San Francisco. Because I was like, I didn't know about RuPaul until she was on like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like that was the first time I was like, what's that? Well, she was like in like the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah. And like yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She yeah, was but in a, that was a Brady Bunch yeah. movie. The Brady, yeah, she was in like, the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, I feel like it took a me a long time for me to like clock queer culture and yeah. i really like i think the I first time RuPaul i really understood <laughs> yeah i feel like i like didn't understand what i was feel happening. like i saw rupaul and i was like oh that's like that's like a different kind of woman like and that's, my mom I think, played too long fu because she was like yeah and i just had no i was like huh i thought they were women and i was like who are these men all of a sudden yeah <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah i guess i'm just dumb <laughs> but what made you like so four or five years ago what were you like oh i'm gonna like get up in the gig Okay, this is like a long like story of like how I actually got into doing drag. Uh-huh. So I went to film school for college. Yeah. Um, and graduated and like moved to LA the first time, and worked at a studio for Whoa. like seven months, six days a week, ten hours a day, unpaid. Name mm. that studio, bitch. I, <sighs> Warner Brothers. You, you know, you know, you know the know. one. You know the one. And it's funny because I have a funny story about. The guy that used to be my boss there, mm-hmm. my like ponytail is like messing up <laughs> so, like <laughs> headphone situation. Um, but you look great, kid. Oh, Stunning, fine. full face of makeup. Should That's take- not even yeah, a joke. Also insane. insane. Oh yeah, you're never gonna see me. Full no. face. You're never gonna see me. Like, you posted one Instagram without makeup on. Oh yeah, and that's the one that everybody. That's the one that the, has like tens of thousands of views. And th- just just a, a sidetrack from the story. Yeah. This this face of makeup takes you how long? Twenty minutes. I'm quitting. Drag. I know you could <laughs> truly never. I could never. Okay, so you were um, working in a studio. Working at the studio, I ran out of money. Like nobody would hire me. That's like when I became completely like disenchanted with the idea of like working in Hollywood and like because I was a screenwriter and like writing and like pre-production. Because then I was like, everybody is either like racist, completely sexist, mm-hmm. won't hire me, or is trying to fuck me. Mm. Um, so it just became like really, really annoying and I couldn't get a job at that time that wasn't in film to like support myself interning because every place that I applied to was like, oh, you're obviously leaving once you get a job in film, so why would we hire you? Like random jobs at like Target and bullshit like that. Like every Ugh. single place that I interviewed at like did that to me. So I completely ran out of money because at that time I was living on unemployment mm-hmm. because yeah. the place that I worked at in college like closed down and I was like, well, I'm going to be on unemployment employment that's the perfect time to move yeah um so i ran into that and had to move back home and then was just working at starbucks with a friend of mine that i went to school with who was like a directing major and he was like a manager of one like near my parents house and i just worked there and i would work there like super early mornings i would wake up at 2 30 mm. to be there at four. Oh no because it was like a commute and you need the extra 20 for your face yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would, like, you get the most tips. They would put me at the drive-thru every single day because people would just be, like, staring at my face and just throw money in the tip jar. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And just be like, oh, my God, I love your eyeliner. Like, throw a five That's in weird, there. That's weird because people just throw stuff at me <laughs> when I'm in makeup. And That's you me. throw it back. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Don't, man. Um, so I don't slap no mamas. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that joke You're earlier welcome. today. You're yeah. welcome. Um, I'm a genius. I, uh, you wish. You wish. <laughs> okay, so I ended up moving back home. Right. Because You're at Starbucks. L- yeah, life was terrible. It sucked. I was like super annoyed. Um, and I was watching just like a lot of movies, a lot of like John Waters movies. And then my sister was like, Oh, have you ever seen the show Drag Race? And it was already like in season 
five was about to air. Oh, season wow. five was airing. So I got into it real late and I was like, no. And my sister is like six years younger than me. Um, and she was like, let's watch it. Let's watch it. And like crawl into my bed every night with my laptop and be like, let's find it. So we like watched season four first and I fell in season love. Season four was like the best season. I fell in love with Sherry Needles. Yeah. I was obsessed. That season is obsessed. when it really popped. Yeah. yeah. And then we like backtracked all the way to season one. Good for you. We found oh, you it were somehow. able to find we were, season we able, one? We were okay. able to find it. Dill, due diligence. They tried to hide <laughs> season one. Well, and, and after some, some further exploration, I think it's apparent that it was all about music licensing. Because there are like three Destiny's Child songs on yeah. there. Uh, Stronger by Britney is on there as well. Uh, That's like a one repeat that they do because they did Stronger season nine when Peppermint oh, really? synced it. Yeah, so they, I feel like it was like music licensing, uh, but also like the production quality is real so different. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, Dragula it's like a glamour one. shot, like in motion. Yeah, it is. A <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Shot <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so Drag Race. Yeah, and then once I like we actually like caught up on the seasons, then it was time for season six to premiere, and so watched that, and I was like, oh, I think I missed a part. I went to uh, when I moved back. It was like a few years before, it was like a full year before like season six started and it, mm-hmm. it was like me working at Starbucks um, and I begged my mother to let me go to theater school. So I went to theater school for that, like like a summer program or summer intensive course oh, yeah, at cool. the American Conservatory Theater and then ended up staying for like a year. Um, so I got like... That's in the Bay, right? In San Francisco? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, in San Francisco, yeah. um, the American Conservatory Theater and I ended up doing that. Um, mostly because I've always wanted to like, like act or like do something yeah. creative, but I was like very like in myself. Um, so I was like, part of it was like, this is therapy, but I don't want you to know that I'm doing therapy. Mm. So put me in these acting courses that's gonna force people to make me talk and make me do things <laughs> that I don't want to do. Wow. And that was kind of like my like way to get like, you know, two birds with one stone, like yeah. get that acting like training in and experience and stuff, but also like. It was Come therapy. Like show. I cried yeah. like every fucking day. Ooh. It was so yeah. You were that girl in class that I fucking hated. Yeah, I'm I was like, like, you remember that from acting we school. We get it, Chelsea. You're sad <laughs> about your Chelsea. dad, Not Chelsea <laughs> from Brooklyn. Chelsea from Brooklyn or Sussex. <laughs> yeah. Gu- oh wait, Chelsea. Genevieve. Genevieve. Guinevere. <laughs> None of it's real. <laughs> You're really falling short. I am. No, I'm just kidding. I can't come up with a more character. So, um, when was your first show? My first show was like literally like a year into me doing drag. Because it was after like the whole like theater thing, season six, six started. And I was like, okay, actually, drag is everything that I've ever wanted to do in my life. Because mm. the one thing that pissed me off about theater is that I had no control. Uh, and I was yeah. like, I don't want to look like that. I don't want to talk like that. I don't want to say these words. Like, I don't feel that. And I'm like, I want something that. Oh, that's just me. Gives any me day the opportunity. I get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted the opportunity to be like completely in control of what I look like and what I like my entire. And everything. Yeah, I mean, people everything. always say, like, like, you know, the drag queen is the ultimate entertainer because they are a hair, Do everything hair themselves. makeup yeah. artist, mm-hmm. costume designer. Yeah. Well, not anymore, know. but... Wow. Well, you still have some, like... You, you still get you to, like, the one that's, create yeah. the whole yeah. Yeah. look. And, and the number, yeah. and the yeah. performance, well, and what song. That's not true anymore. Well, depending a on lot of these queens are. aren't doing any of that. Yeah. They're just snatching They're just like, numbers. I love Fashion Nova, and I love stealing Meatballs <laughs> numbers. Ah! I'm not stealing Meatballs numbers. Um, uh, so what kind of show was the first show you did? The first show was like this goth show that shall not be named because the person that threw it is a complete 
asshole. Did you book um, it would on you like some more vampirefriends.com? What was it called? Vampirefreaks.com. <laughs> Vampirefreaks. <laughs> Um, no, I started going out and like once I realized that drag is what I wanted to do and like had never like driven to San Francisco on my own and just like drove myself in the night because I knew some queens from here that were like, come to Dragula when it used to be a party that would travel. Oh, yeah. So I would right. go to Dragula when I could like every month I would ask for that like day off, go in drag when it was at the Eagle mm-hmm. and like just kind of became a club kid for like a year. Sure. And just like started showing up in looks everywhere. That's smart. Um, until like some people like cornered me and were like you need to start performing. And like that same like day that I got like put in a corner and like lectured at for two hours, like you need to perform, blah, blah, blah. Lady Bear was like, do you want to do the show next month? That's they had cool. like a segment where it was like newer drag queens and I was right. like. Because they've been touring that show it used to tour for a, a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was like Before three or four into years a into yeah. a thing. Yeah. This was like the other goth party that right. she asked me uh, to okay. do and I was got like, it. okay. Um, I wasn't ready, but I was like, if I am not ready now, I'm never going to be ready. So yeah. I might as well do it. If you put yourself through that theater training to be like, uh, I'm going to put my make make someone else make yeah. me do something outside of my comfort yeah. zone. Well, then Lady Bear did the same thing. Yeah, Basically, she was like, you're yeah. performing now. Yeah, Lady Bear, yeah. my therapist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not a session I would yeah. pay full yeah, price exactly. for. She's like, meet me in the porta potty. She's disgusting. <laughs> Um, so I did that show and it was like bad, but I just like never stopped. Yeah. Yeah. That's always good when like, that's like a good start. I'm like the first time I performed, I think I was so, this was back when I used to get high. I think I was so stoned that I had a panic attack about whether or not I would remember all my words. And I stressed myself out so much and I was rapping like honestly six bars. Wait, so you used to like get stoned and then like go up on set. I still have always had the wherewithal to be like, I will not get wasted and I will not get high until the minute I'm. That's off part the of the stage. reason I'm sober now because the couple times that I did it and I was really high before I performed, I had such an internalized panic attack of like, what if you fuck up? What if you fuck up? What if you fuck up? Yeah. And I was like, oh, Must have been a sativa. Just, I was like, these are just stage nerves. And then I realized I was like, no, bitch. That's anxiety. You got crazy <laughs> high and paranoid before you went on a stage with a microphone to yell words at people. Like, <laughs> why don't you not? do that anymore so that, yeah that's one of the reasons do you drink when you perform um no i usually save it for like after i'll yeah. get my drink before the performance and leave it backstage and take like a sip or two but oh. i'm not gonna drink until after the oh, show's done well, no i'll have like a full drink or and two i don't before like I go on, but smoke I won't or do drunk. anything else <laughs> yeah you like to loosen up i like right? to get a little <laughs> loose and then I like to go on and just give them a show, baby. Well, that's and like then I your, like to just sweat. Your brand. So what 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 do people get when they see Creme live? Well, when I do nightgowns, that's when I get to do like my more alternative, like yeah. artsy stuff where I'm like, okay, this is the things that I like thought about. But I I say that I'm afraid of like a lot of things constantly, but people are like you just got beat up and pulled across an entire stage on ribbons. And I'm like, yeah, but that I, I wanted that to happen. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like for the nightgowns, LA it was like I was a marionette doll and literally got pulled and dragged across an entire like the Ace Ooh, Theater stage. Yeah, the yeah, large stage and like got completely fucked up, but it was worth, worth it. Worth it. But the entire drag con I was on painkillers because I was like my body felt it like the next day. Meatball the same, but just for no yeah, reason. Yeah, I was just <laughs> trying to live. <laughs> Um, trying to get through the pain of my father so, not loving me. <laughs> so let's take a quick break. Oh, yeah, we got to take a break. And we'll be right back with more Creme Fatale. Let's hear from our sponsor, them. <laughs> 
Hey, Big Dipper, what do you think of this hairline? It looks stunning on you. You look like a regular person with a double-stacked wig on your head. Thank you! You know I love big hair, and I like a deal. That's why I use my own code, ARTAMEAT10, at artawigs.com, and I snatched up these two wigs at 10% off. What percent, I mean, you have a lot of wigs. What percentage of your wigs would you say are Arda wigs? I would say at least 80% of them are Arda wigs. Dang. Yeah. Because they yeah. come in so many different colors. And the other 20% are like little bus driver wigs that they would never make. No, I'm not pinche. <laughs> the other 20% were like Amazon wigs or custom wigs that I had made for myself. Well, smell you, ArdaWigs.com. ArdaWigs.com. And Use what's code. your code? Arda Meat 10. A-R-D-A-M-E-A-T-1-0 for 10% off anything in the store, including their makeup and crafts. And if you use it and you get your wig, take a picture, tag Meatball, tag Arda Wigs, tag the podcast. Oh, don't tag me. Yeah, no tag. It should come up when you go to Meatball's Instagram page and look in tag photos. It should just be a bunch of other people doing their best in an Arda wig. (laughs) (laughs) Do your best in an Arda using the code Arda Meat 10. Thanks for your time. We're back again. <laughs> we we filled up on our champagne. Yeah. Our champers. No, wait. Is champagne? Champagne is truly only. It's only really. This is sparkling wine. wine. Yeah. It's only truly champagne if, if it's it from comes the champagne from region champagne of region of France. Okay, great. <sighs> I'm glad we learned. I'm glad we learned that. That okay, just seems we, like a lot. So uh, there are a couple things that I want to sort of dive into, which is like I want to talk about internet yeah hatred <laughs> feedback negativity because yeah. like, you're one of the only people that i think fully like claps back and has like posted about it oh i don't give a shit like a lot of people talk yeah. about it and i clap back a lot too but like minor i try to be like cutesy or funny and you just literally go for the jugular oh yeah yeah what like what are some of the worst things that people have said to you oh my god people say well to be honest i don't get a lot of hate um but the can't the relate. random like comments that I do get, I, it's like, hard when you like are good at what you do for them to. That, really I just did a podcast where I, I talked about this also, <laughs> where I was just like, "You cannot come for me for being a bad drag queen. You can only come for me for having a vagina, which is just what most people do. Like, you can't give me criticism that is like um, constructive at all. Like, I never get like the costume was bad, your makeup was bad, the performance was boring, like blah blah. Like, I never get. Pr- like anything like that yeah. that I would be fine with if right. you want to come for me for anything that's valid yeah go ahead yeah. but you're coming for me for the fact that I'm a woman that's not like why do you necessarily think people are so ass backwards and why do you think they care so much it's literally like I don't understand why they think that there's like some sort of like pure form of drag that is just like a man in a dress <laughs> with makeup and that's all there can be because they hate women well, yeah, I think people forget, like, people think, people forget oh, that we're, queer women even exist. we're gay and we're celebrating drag. How could we be misogynistic? And yeah. it's like, oh, you can be completely you can be misogynistic. Yeah. more misogynistic. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, I'm sorry, but, like, there would not be drag if there was not woman. I don't understand yeah, what you're, right. if, if it, not only if there was not woman, but if there was not the oppression of woman throughout history, there wouldn't yeah. be Correct. drag. That's, it's the mockery of that. Yeah. Right. So I don't understand why like anybody would care, but then a lot of people, you know, are stupid. They're they're like just like not smart. There's people that come from areas that like you're not educated and you are gonna catch on that really late in life, and it's sad. Like for me, it's not like my feelings never get hurt. Yeah. For me, it's more like now I have content to post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, content. Slap that on the t-shirt. Because one of the yeah. biggest ones was like, "Where's the transformation?" That's my they were favorite. like trying to figure out like. 
But you're not like. But I posted a how picture. How are you supposed to transform if you're a woman? How are you going to do drag? You can't transform from a woman to a woman. And she posted all these pictures of her in drag, and she's like, "Does this look? It's does like, this look like a woman? Does this look like a woman? Because right. her in drag is like an alien. Yeah. Right. It's funny because it's like the where's the transformation sis thing was mostly because where's the transformation sis? I love it because it was just so funny. It was so funny to me. Like he posted it, and I was like, "Okay, that's kind of funny actually." And I like <laughs> screenshot it. <laughs> Like I love that sentence, that yeah, question. Yeah. Where's the transformation? Where's the transformation, sis? sis? But with a C. Yeah, I've done that several times, <laughs> yeah. and I get that comment all the time, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And there, there's, there's that argument of like um, making a space for yeah. gay men, right? Yeah. Like the the like bathhouse argument or like the sex club argument, where it's like, well, we need a space for ourselves because we like fuck each other and we want to be in this space together. I. Back in my like day of like going out, when I started performing and doing drag, and I moved to San Francisco, I was out every fucking night of the week in a right. look every night. Yeah, at the fucking powerhouse in the back room. Right, nobody gave a shit. We were of just not. people were, like sucking dick yeah. and like giving each other hand jobs and doing shit. And I was just sitting there like having a drink. Like nobody right. gave a fuck. Right. Like I don't understand I why. Especially if you're like, in drag, I don't understand. Yeah, I like think, nobody. Well, fucking I think cares. people also get scared by like like in. E- the celebration of like yeah you're uh, uh uh the words like oh so cunt and so this and so that yeah. and then there's like that fear of like well if a woman comes into this space she's gonna tell us we can't say those things because those <laughs> things are um oppressive or those things are misogynistic and it's almost like scared of the mirror showing up yeah. to like yeah, yeah, show yeah. you how fucked up it is but it's like uh, there are certain things, obviously, about the culture that are clearly misogynistic and oh, clearly yeah. fucked up. But also, like, you are coming in and celebrating drag culture. You're not coming in with a megaphone going, shut this party yeah. down. You know what I mean? And all of those things have nothing to do with your gender. Oh, I, I don't really care about any of that shit because right. I'm like, what does that have to do with me? Yeah. That ain't got nothing to do with me. No, it's what your comments are not affecting my bookings. I'm not getting any less money because of you. Right. Like, I'm doing what I enjoy doing and what I love doing, and it's getting better and better. And you are at home writing comments on my Instagram. Yeah. Have you heard of? I've heard of some. I in, are you about to say Fubu? I I, <laughs> I, I referred to them as Fubu shows, Ooh, but I've Joshua, heard of some on that. some for okay. us by us shows of all bio queens. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Well, not because then I, it's I, exclusionary. There's so many people to, that I enjoy that I'm like that throw parties like that. I'm just like I really don't like it. I don't like it. So I'm it like, is. It is a trend. I did like one um, when I started doing drag uh-huh. before I like. Uh, got a backbone or like you know grew a spine or something (laughs) or i did like a faux queen pageant that was like legendary in san francisco and that was supposed to be like a thing that was like fully like three and a half four years ago yeah was that like did they do that at was it the tranny shack people it was the tranny shack people now mother now mother it was at oasis it was at oasis when i did it they used to do it every year right they would do like their yeah but now nobody gives a fuck they would do a pageant well they they would do search and then it was like but yeah but faux queens or whatever women can be in star search i did star search also i lost every pageant i've ever been in thank god but the first one that i did the faux queen pageant i was like i'm not trying to win i want to host Tranny Shack, I want to host, like, it, at that point became Mother. Right. Mother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to host that show. 
And um, I did this performance. Um, Heclina loves Susie, and I love Susie. And I did Susie for my performance because back then when I started, I was a goth queen. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I did it, and Heclina was like, oh, my God, that performance was great, blah, blah. And I was like, thanks, can I host Mother? And she was like, okay. <laughs> so oh, like, sickening. It was a fucking mess, and I remember because Milk was in the audience the night that I hosted, and it was oh. freak show. But the show was great. Like, the people that I booked and I curated were amazing, and the showstoppers were Toxic Waste Face. I don't know if you guys know them out of San Francisco. They're incredible performance artists that, like, rarely perform. Oh, okay. But when they do, it's, like, a fucking production, and it's disgusting. And somebody demanded their money back because their performance was so gross, and Heckling was, like, elated. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good night to me. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well... Should we move on to the next question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm hmm Well, we're going to switch over. What do you think about the bear community? Um, a lot Are you of a my... part of the bear community? Have you been to a bear party? Am I your only I bear friend? I don't think so. No, you're not. Name two. <laughs> wow. I hate this name. We're friends now. <laughs> um, so there's Meatball. There's Big Dipper. Yeah. No, a lot of my uh, fans, which is really funny, are like, older bear like latinos and i'm like you're like the older brother that i never had in my life amazing yeah and i love them because they like are so incredible and like nice and warm um so i'm really happy to have people like that that are fans you know that are supportive that like actively go out and like buy merch and shit yeah yeah that's so cool yeah i love that i love that yeah you know i think it's it's interesting because i think there's also like uh uh, a correlation between and I know I keep using these terms but like between like a bio queen community and a mm-hmm. bear community of like um sort of the beginning of something because you feel underrepresented like oh like like bears started throwing circuit parties and yeah. bear only parties because they felt like they couldn't go somewhere that was like the white party because everyone yeah. would be like oh your back is hairy and you have a belly and yeah. so then, but then it starts to eat itself from the inside. Yeah, it you know what I mean. We, like we, completely self defeating. Yeah, in the end, because uh, because you start to hold on to the yeah. label so much, you're like, we're doing this and we're this well, thing. Well, it's funny because it's, like, it's there's so much like involved with like being like a, a female drag queen, but like in San Francisco, like it had been happening for decades. Of like, course, I, was, yeah. I wasn't the first one. I wasn't going to be the last one. Nobody gave a shit that I was yeah. there. I was right. booked at every party regularly. But when people would message me, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't even step inside my club. And I'm like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to Yeah, do you get a lot you. of that uh, I do messages? get a lot of that. And it's like, what was the hardest part of, like, becoming a female drag queen? I'm like, nothing. Right. Like, it was like, I think the, I didn't the, really experience like any. We get a anything. lot of questions like that too, and I can't answer. Like, how did you get so comfortable with your body? And I'm like, I don't know. I just started doing yeah, it. Yeah, I just like became right. a you person. Just do yeah. it. Like when people ask me, like, how did I get started doing drag? I was like, I don't know. I just started yeah. doing it. Like you can't question it too much. Yeah, if you're I thinking get that about it too hard. Time, just you're not do it. fucking ready. Just do it. But I also think because of the internet, you know, we're talking to people who live in the middle of the country, yeah. or who like are in Indianapolis, yeah, and yeah. like I had a great time. Indianapolis has a great drag. Scene. No, there's get out there, girl. There's a burgeoning scene in Indianapolis. There's a ton of amazing Flip parties. That's, That's in Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, not Indianapolis. Indiana. But I mean, just as wow. an example, like there are there are gay bars Ooh, all over champagne. this fucking country. Yeah, and and not everyone is as open to new ideas. So I think I think yeah, because there's I understand access, the need for yes. it. Yeah, but also like I wouldn't go to like a bio queen only show. 
Right. I don't think I would do. I would. I wouldn't go to like. Uh, I don't know. I just. It just seems like. Well, I love going to Queen Kong when I know that yeah, like yeah. a Gia gun is just gonna come out there and be like, ga, 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 <laughs> you know. And then also there'll be some like crazy thing. Like I want to yeah. see the mix. Like back to what we talked about with Malay mm-hmm. at the stud. Like I don't want to only go so to like one. To see her perform. Yeah, Malay she was literally amazing. performing once, and I was sitting in the front row, <laughs> and she was just killing it, killing it, killing it. Stopped in the middle of her performance, stared me dead in the eye, and went. You shook, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I am." And then she went right back into the cat, 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 cat. Like she stopped the show to stare me in the eye, and be like, "You shook, bam!" It's so good, so bold, yeah. so brave. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, Meeple and I definitely feel like I feel like engaged mm-hmm. in the bear community, but I also feel like an outsider, and sometimes I feel super comfortable at bear parties, and sometimes I feel very uncomfortable and like even at the top of the episode i was talking about the kansas city party we were at a hotel and part of the hotel was fully sold out and it was only the bear event Mm -hmm. but the rest of the hotel was open to the public and because they couldn't sell the entire hotel there was like trickle over so like in the one wing it was only bears and in the other wing it was like families people there for sporting events so uncomfortable tons of straight guys who looked like they could be attending the bear event but they were there for the chiefs game yeah like that type of shit and and that would have turned me on so much. The amount of the <laughs> amount of times like people made like guys like bros made small talk with me in the lobby of like uh-huh. hell of a game, and I was like, I didn't watch it. Like, yeah, they so, were talking he, about the underwear twister game, the twister game in the pool. <laughs> no, but it 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 went from from like oh, I'm so proud to be here because like you brought your kids here and they're yeah. seeing that there are like faggots in every shape and form, but also embarrassed. Yeah, because I was like, it's like when you are around a bunch of people who are all just like you it's out in the so world weird. it's a tricky spot and it's funny that's why because, i hate like, being I in drag in public yeah it's the same feeling anyway continue i was gonna <laughs> say that, like i don't like really belong to the community of like tight-knit female drag queens on the internet um i didn't even know that existed yeah there's like a bunch of like female drag queens that are just like friends with each other and like constantly supporting each other i'm like i appreciate you as like a drag queen but i like don't feel the need to be uh, extremely like involved. Your, their one, your um, one thing I just in don't common, think it like so that's all they yeah, that's about. just like the one thing in common. Like, doesn't mean that I like that you're like gonna be your best type of drag yeah. or like I, you know what I mean. Um, so it just feels like weird. Like I should be because sometimes I feel like that guilt. Like oh, I should be like more involved in this. Right. Or, like I should be because I never mentioned the fact that I'm like a woman. Yeah. Unless it's like making fun of somebody, make like trying to well, that's read just, me. Like, your stance on doing drag isn't like I'm a woman who does drag. Yeah. Let right. me tell you. Well, when I started doing drag in San Francisco, there was another drag queen um, that was a woman that. Every single fucking number that she did was about having a vagina or being a woman. And I was like, this is so fucking boring to me. Uh, I hate this. And so, like, for the longest time, I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I referred to, like, the fact that I'm a woman once in a performance. And that was for the first, like, nightgowns. Because I was, like, right after Where's the Transformation, sis. And right in between, like, the RuPaul comments. Right. Like, situation that was, like, right in the middle of all that. And I was like, oh, perfect. Because I already had this performance planned. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, this is, like, the perfect time. Because, like, everybody's talking about it. Um, So that's, like, the one number that I do that's, like, actually referring to me being a woman so before we move on i sort of have and this could be like a really big question but i'm super curious because you just said the rupaul comments you watched the show yeah 
how would you feel because those comments are like there there's like generations of comments right oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. uh or or, or they, like Rue's been saying stuff for uh, for a while oh, but there's also I wasn't also, shook at all and right. I was just like it was funny cuz those comments happened and I was like and and everybody was so like up in arms about it and I'm like are you surprised? Right. Like, are you really surprised? This is I was so funny not to me. Surprised. I had magazines and like publications reaching out for me, reaching out to me for like forty eight hours after that. Like, can we get your opinion? Can we get your opinion? And I was like, girl, I don't really care that much. But like, I pretended to care for like a few minutes. Sure. <laughs> but watching the show, yeah, I f- I'm curious what you would think about. Like, I mean, and this again, we get back to the thing of like you said, like the label, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. But watching the show, like a woman in the workroom, uh-huh. you know, a trans woman in the workroom. And yeah. you know, that show would identify that person as oh, that, that would thing. Be, oh, obviously. That, they would yeah. be like, be we've got 12 men, one trans woman, yeah, 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 and yeah. one, you know, bio queen. Like, yeah. that's wow, how they wow, would do it. Wow. And a bearded yeah. queen, you know, they would make, which is. Well, like, that would be my ideal season. That'd where they just season. sort of like yeah. they, they do just like, a, like hey look there's more pot. to drag than just oh my ideal season yes, if us. like a drag race that would happen to be me it'd be meatball Aww. it'd be lucy stool and Kid. oh, yeah. oh those are yeah. like can you imagine let's the throw, fashion let's bitch got milk in, the or fashion. got mick in there oh yeah got mick would be dope okay Wow. That's, that champagne really did work on her, didn't it? Interesting. You have something to say she about She was just sipping. She was just former, champagne. Former guest, friend of the just, show. Got I don't big. know her. I've never met her. Oh. Well, well now you, you live so here. So, so you're going to hang out with her. I have so no opinions. So I've actually never. You will meet. I actually was going to ask one more thing about that because when, when Got Mick was on the show, they mentioned um, uh, sort of doing huge body transformation as mm-hmm. far as like like taping things down and then padding on top in yeah. order to like really sort of like swing one way and then go all the way yeah. the other when yeah. it comes to like the gender representation like well it's different when you're not like skinny uh-huh you yeah. know what i mean i'm not like a small person do you pad stuff um i do have yeah i have pads but i don't necessarily do like uh tight body illusions a lot which i'm like right. starting to get into like i'm getting yeah, like look body like suits made yeah my minute. look is more like I like to take up space. Right. Like, I've I seen like, those big dresses oh, yeah, yeah. and the I ruffles. want to be, like, a full, like, rotund, like, object. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, I want people to clear the way, like, the space of a hallway when I have to walk through. It's so totally. funny because so I, don't I take have to, up like, that amount of space. But, but you when always I'm think, in, like, you course it and you're like, I'm Sarah Jessica I'm so Parker. Skinny. I'm just like, if I turn <laughs> sideways, you won't see me. I, I like, do way. corset. Um, even yeah. when I do like the big poofy dresses, just because mm-hmm. it, oh, it puts me into character, yeah. it puts oh, me into character. Totally. So I can't like be like a loose. I can't have like a loose like gut right. as like yeah. a drag queen because I I don't feel it. Right. Like I have to be corseted yeah, like, even with the poofy sh- dresses. And then yeah. you're like whoop. There and she then the is. boobs. I already have like larger boobs, right. so I'm like I just wear like an extremely padded bra to accentuate that right. to make it like even larger in drag. So RuPaul's right. RuPaul's right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you already have boobs, there's so fuck no, it. There's no transformation, sis. <laughs> there's no transformation. If that was true, sis. detox already has boobs. <laughs> I know, girl. A lot of people it. already have boobs. Yeah. Like, I have plus size boobs. Stacey Lane Matthews, girl. She wasn't padded nor nothing. She She's got jugs. She cheated. She's got jugs. She got big old jugs. Yeah, right. like, it doesn't, right. like, to me, that argument doesn't make any sense because I'm like, a lot of the plus size queens that you bring on here also have tits bigger well, than mine. And I don't really every get it. single person's body is different. Yeah. And there is a transformation. You have to do something to your well, body like to get from like A to B. Too, like on the show where like Michelle would be like, 
um, your figure doesn't look womanly enough. And it's like, not everybody's figure is like an hourglass. Yeah, right. Not every woman has an like, hourglass. Not every woman figure. has an hourglass. Some people are I straight up and a, down. Some I think people it was are Aquaria like, who yeah. like screamed because she was like, I want to be a woman with a straight up and down pole body. Yeah. Right. Quit drawing me with big hips. And I was yeah. like, all right, sis, well, they're and, drawing you. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And well, someone like Courtney Act, like all she does is sort of tuck yeah yeah and then put on a dress like and yeah. that's it so you're like where's that transformation yeah, yeah. So, and she uses her eyebrows so right. i'm like oh, I don't know. so and i think that speaks as everyone's individual transformation is different from, yeah, yeah, yeah. from their personal life to their drag character it's yeah. the performance of gender it's not right. actually being a woman it's the performance of being a woman like yeah. what like some people still don't understand that it's right. the performance of it's not the exact well, if I and don't act like a woman, then what do I do? <laughs> well, well even a lady if, and a woman is different. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah. <laughs> even if you want to, like, what? Like, getting up uh, into the etymology of drag, like, dressing as a girl, whatever. It's like, I don't even... I think that was debunked. I don't think I that think was that even, was a like, real the real thing. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, that doesn't even have anything yeah, to do yeah. with gender. Oh, the it's oppression of women as, started right? as drag? Oh, that's literally what we just brought it back to. The oppression of women is drag? Yeah, that's what it was based off of. Right. How is that hard to understand? Just, like, think about it for two minutes it's not that difficult you know what i mean uh. like it doesn't make any sense to me and it's funny because like the transformation thing and like doing all that stuff when i first started doing drag i was like i have to make the transformation look extreme like i can't like i didn't wear false eyelashes i didn't do the makeup like i do now like i kind of like dressed down for a little bit because i'm like i have to see more extreme in my oh, transformation from your regular from your yeah, yeah, yeah. daylight yeah yeah so oh. it can seem more wow like i was like more of a transform you know like back when i started when i started doing jogging and i was like no i identify as a woman i've always been extremely feminine in my everyday life constantly all the time um so i'm not gonna like make myself seem not it just became like a point where i was just like i'm not ugly yeah Yeah. (laughs) i can't be ugly for you like i can't be ugly for you (laughs) yeah but still come up like i have to do like what i'm doing like it has to be like (laughs) yeah totally like i have big pussy energy i can't like not be (laughs) that's gonna be the next song (laughs) on this album is this album out yet yeah, this album's <laughs> out, but apparently I'm gonna write Crema song called Big Pussy Energy. Please. Oh my Please. god. Um okay, so we're gonna move on now. Oh to my favorite time. Snack time! time. So this is snack time part two. We started with the mimosa. Okay. Is this gonna be a snack I can eat? I don't oh, know. I don't know what your I forgot um, about your dietary What are your dietary restrictions? She's kata. No I don't carbs. eat bread or like sugar. Okay. I got breakfast time. We got bread and sugar. <gasps> I can eat the meat. Okay, so there, the Trinity is um, uh, uh, bacon. <laughs> it's corn. I got corn. Corn is a carb. I got corn tortillas and flour is butter tortillas. butter a carb? I can eat the meat. Okay, so the Guadalupe are the chorizo, and the Trinity are the uh, potato and bacon, oh, and they both have can. eggs in them. You oh, can't have I any can of have, that? I can have eggs, Okay. Yeah. I'll have the chorizo one. Yeah, but I got a, I got plenty. Meatball, she didn't catch it. You <laughs> threw, threw it, at it me. three feet to her left. This is like a league of their own. I want the Trinity. <laughs> That's the Trinity. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, I'm passing them out, baby. Great. There's also um like salsa and stuff. This is in like there. a great ASMR. Yes, this is what we like to do. Where's here. the salsa? Where's the salsa, sis? Oh, Where's the salsa, sis? 
This tortilla sounds so good. Yeah, they make them there. But this is so. This is three. They gave us one green and two red. This is a this is a full gentrification Mm. um, spot. Thanks, home state. Thanks for bringing me a Mexican a gentrified taco. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. <laughs> All right. You can it's... order online. That's why I did it. <laughs> and to drive through and pick it up. Yeah. I mean, I will say, um, not to make gentrification jokes, but like the business is gentrified. The 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 kitchen staff is not. Oh, so obviously. They're like, they never are. Yeah. Yeah. So th- they're good tacos. Mm, You're welcome. Mm, thank mm-hmm. you so much. You're welcome. I'm sorry they sat in a bag for an hour while we talked. They could have been they're piping still warm. hot, but good. Okay, so then uh, we do sex stories. Oh, I just ruined it. Well, <laughs> we do snack time and then we do a meatballs chugging water. Sex, sex stories! That champagne really went right through me. This is going to answer a question that a lot of people are really curious about. Oh, yeah. Who do you have sex with? Yeah, that's what the question that everybody wants to know. They're like, what's oh, your sexuality? Interesting. What do you identify as? And I'm like, what do you want to know? You just want to know so that you can... Because use that as fuel to because uh, a lot of people validate what I'm doing yeah. right. A lot of people freak out and they're like, "Oh, queer identity," but that has nothing to like. Because I, I think I've mentioned this on the episode before. I have a friend who is like a hundred percent a queer person. Yeah, they are literally one of the first test to uh, uh, turkey baster babies. Mm-hmm. ever made like mm-hmm. she was conceived on a queer commune with two gay dads and two gay moms <laughs> wild with an actual turkey baster oh my God. she's one of the queerest people i know she fucks men exclusively mm-hmm. but i think of her as a queer person yeah yeah because of how That's she lives her life ally. because of who yeah. she is i don't even think of her as an ally i think of her think she... as a queer person well, because of who she is this is gonna be an entire why. situation yeah because okay. like i don't know like explain you... to me what the definition of queer means to you yeah because everyone i've asked has like a different version of it yeah yeah, yeah. to me it's like cultural yeah Okay. To me, it feels cultural, but I know that's not necessarily accurate. You? I don't know. You seem like you have an opinion over I there. Don't, I just don't know what it means. And so when people well, identify people, me it's like, as like... Exclusively, like, who do you fuck? Yeah. Right. Who are you okay. attracted to? Because um, to me, that. being a queer artist doesn't mean that you have to be gay. Like, that's a thing for me. Yeah. And so when people refer to me as like a queer artist, I'm kind of like I'm just a drag queen. Like yeah. I don't consider what I do any any way like affecting the queer community in mm-hmm. any way. But it does hugely because like queer does, yeah. queer identity. One of like if you were to be like, oh, what but are what am I doing? Are, that's like out here being like I'm standing up for the gay. I like get representation and visibility. Pick up it's a check mostly, and then yeah. I leave. It's mostly the representation and the visibility because like you do things like. When I do drag con every year, I have these babies coming up to me, like crying, like full tears. And Brandon has seen it because we're at the, his booth. They're like fully crying oh, yeah, in tears. Like, I'm Black so happy that you here. exist. <laughs> um, they're just like crying about like, I can't believe like you exist. Like, And it's not just like women. It's like little gay babies, yeah. boys. They're like, I'm, you helped me. Right. I'm like, how did I help you? Yeah. And everyone has their own experience. Yeah. You know Everybody what I mean? connects to something different. Yeah. So I think what you do, like someone asked me about like, oh, is my album political? And I was like, oh, I think there's like a few songs on there where I say political stuff. Yeah. And I like recited some lyrics and they were like, uh, yeah, that's more than just a few political things. Yeah. Like, you like really <laughs> aggressively come for the administration. You talk about I mean, law. That's why it's queer art. And I was finest. like, oh, I guess it is political because I don't think about that either. Mm-hmm. But just by being who you are to someone out there, that representation is inherently political. 
and representative of the queer identity and community. I guess it's political. Someone said that me doing my videos is a political statement, and I was like, in what way? And they're like, the fact that you're in full drag in the daytime, out in public spaces, Look who the fuck just walking around. Our president is. Anything that pops off on Twitter is political now. Yeah. Anyways, oh, well, this is a great. We were supposed to talk our... about dicks. Love sex, sex stories. stories. Meatball, tell us the sex story. Okay, this one I is from this a song. little while ago. It's a little mom. I, uh, it's just a moan. It's a short story is what I'm saying. I faked having an orgasm because I literally did not want to be having sex with this person. Oh my God. So here we go. I'm not going to say what city. Yeah, I I guess so. But I thought I was like literally while fucking. Okay. So I meet this guy at a bar. We're like chit chatting. It's cute. We had talked on Instagram for a while beforehand. I'm in another city. And we were like hanging out uh, on one of my like nights off and we like met up at a bar. We were talking, we were chilling. I was like, cool. Uh, We went back to his place and we were going to start having sex. But I realized in that moment, I was like, one, I'm not attracted to this person like this. Two, I don't know how to get out of this. And normally, normal me would just get up and just be like, sorry, I can't and leave because I've done that before. Right. But something about this person, I didn't want to hurt their feelings and like all this stuff. So I am like topping them and I just fully faked were you wearing a condom? No. <laughs> I don't Meatball. know what that is. Um, <laughs> oh, he stopped wearing condoms a while ago. Yeah, this is I just mean because if you were wearing a condom, oh, was, you would really have thing. to be like, you would have to be like, oh, yeah, oh, doom, threw it out. The, like, like really, I, if you're faking it, like, condoms hold the evidence, bitch. So does the butthole. So yeah. let me finish the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, you never finished like, and then had to push yeah. something out? Okay. <laughs> so we... <laughs> We finish, and I literally am like, I'm fucking him, and I'm just looking at him, like, just trying to keep my dick hard, and I was just like, hoo, 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 and then I faked an orgasm, which oh I'm not going to do for you. No, 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 no. It sounds like what? I just went like... He just said, <laughs> I went, I went, <laughs> You said, no, oh, I sounded like joke. that. Oh, what was it? Miss, 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 miss. miss. In my brain, like you finish with lovely gal. <laughs> <laughs> lovely gal. So I finished, uh, but it was just like a, oh, oh, oh. And then I had, I literally was like, that was great. And then he was like, I'm going to go get these babies out of me. And <laughs> I think it's exactly what I'm going to drop the kids off at the pool. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he went. Sounds like someone you would be attracted to. <laughs> yeah, I thought I would be too until it came time to complete. He's a listener, I'm sure. Probably. You know who you are. And then he, <laughs> he went and like pushed out and he goes, there wasn't a lot in there. And I was like, well, I had jerked off earlier today. Like I was thinking of like excuses in my head to mm. be like why there was nothing in him. Anyway, I faked an orgasm, um, which I didn't think that men could do. But guess what? I had heard school. a lot of people were like, oh you just got to spit on their back. And I was and that kept playing. But I was like, I can't spit on his stomach because we're looking at each other eye to eye. What do you mean <sighs> spit on his back? Oh, yeah. You, you like you could like take it out and be like, huh. we were talking about sex and Meatball didn't know that you could have sex other than missionary. No. Creme, sex story. OK, this is going to be a doozy, but I'm going to like preface this with. OK, here's the answer to the question Some might say everybody preface. wants to know. Pussy! In, <laughs> in an unfortunate series of events, I am still attracted to men. <laughs> Exclusive! If I, had it, if I really did have a choice and everybody in my life wishes this was true, I would be a lesbian. Mm-hmm. 
I have been attracted to trans identifying people before. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself to be queer because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say, unfortunately, in the world, I am straight. Or that's not bad. Wavy. <laughs> but let me preface this where I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. And um, I found somebody on Tinder to go have sex with. I'm so surprised that you did it that quickly. Because I've heard, like, Tinder stories. Well, I told you I was, like, I was dating. You knew that I was dating somebody in San Francisco Francisco before. And they broke up with me because I was moving after they acted. Like, they were cool about it. But the sex was incredible. It was amazing. And he was cute. And he was cute. Well, I didn't think he was cute. I thought he was ugly when I first started dating him. And then once I had sex with him, I was like, oh, you're really cute. That's (laughs) when they get cute. When they dick you down right. And you can see their O face. Do we still say O-Face? Stop talking. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I was like pretty pissed about An that. An O-Face stop. is when you come. Okay. Please stop. Or in your case, when you <laughs> when pretend you to come. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like still pretty angry about that. I'm still kind of contemplating like bringing them back with like some hoodoo to like fuck up their life. Ooh. Um, because it's very well known that I'm a witch, but I'm having like an internal struggle. Then like I want to bring you back and then fuck up your entire life and make you lose your job. Crem, like no. That. Yes, let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. But when I moved here, I was like, okay, I need to find like somebody else too. Like get this energy but, out yeah. with. So I found this guy and he like seemed pretty funny. And so we met up like in person. He was like shorter than I thought he would be. He was like not like short, but like my height. Yeah. And the funny thing is where I like kind of referenced that earlier, but it would come back later. When I went to meet him at the bar that I told him to meet me at, my old boss from the internship that I worked at in film was outside. Whoa. Fuck that. And I was like, I was like, hi, I used to work for you. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I don't know who you are. I was like, it's okay. I don't look at all like what I used to. And I just walked away. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, but he was like there and I, we had like had this conversation and we like had a few drinks and it was like fine. And I was like, okay, we could like, we get along. So I went back to his place and it was fully the worst sex I've ever had in my life. It no. was like, what was so bad about it? He was just so aggressive. Like we were like in like the Uber on the way over. He tried to finger you. Well, he was, like, you know, inside, but I was also, like, on the outside. You know what I mean? But it was... <laughs> Me both shocked. But it was also, like... <laughs> See, I knew, bitch. Those straight guys don't know how to wait. They I don't always, know how to wait. I always wait. I'm, like, I'm going to tear it up, so let's just have this Uber ride to ourselves. I'm going to tear like, it up. He put, like, his hand on his, like, my knee or whatever, and I put his hand there. All like, right. I brought it up further. But so he I was could like, just okay, you can do wait. This. Like, he yeah, can he just could, be like, there. Tickle. He can, like, hover. Well, he yeah. wasn't inside. He was okay. just, like, he could just try to get over. The heat, really? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that was basically what he was doing. But then we were, like, in the Uber on the way over, and I, like, expected to come into his apartment and have, like, more foreplay, and it was not that. It was, like, straight to Because we were, like, like, the entire thing was, like, oh, we're going to watch this TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that full bullshit. Yeah. And, like, he turned on the TV show, and, like, like, I got in bed, and Dragula it was, like, immediately Prime. he got on top of me. And I was, like, this is, like, not enough foreplay for me. Like, I just don't understand like what's happening like why are you on top of me so quickly and then what he was like super play? super aggressive um and was just like See, very that joke was funny and that's the exact joke i used with danny francese was it funny yeah i thought it was great mm. who he laughed? laughed he did email us Brandon at unbearmyheart at gmail.com if you laughed at that dumbass joke <laughs> somebody <laughs> please tell me you laughed at that joke so he doesn't say it again yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was like really he was just so 
aggressive. Mm-mm. Like he tried to finger me, but it was just like he like swung his hand in there so hard that it felt like I got like clawed. Was he bowling? And I was like, oh. no. It was like, I just like strike. fully like took his hand away, and then we like started having sex. And he has like a really big dick, and I was like, okay, this is great. This is going great so far. But then he like. Uh, it just was like a bad experience and he was also like one of those guys that kept having to call you like a slut or a whore to get off no. and I was like I thought like he like previously mentioned it and I was like once okay fine but he like kept doing it over and over and I was like okay this is getting like really annoying and then he like God. tried to like spit into my mouth That's like and I was like and I was like I've never done this before and I'm not enjoying it and he just like kept going that. for it and he was like he like was biting but like extremely hard to the point where I like the next day I had like bruises like Yo, on my tits and my back. Did he say like the, if you want to have sex with me I prefer I, it. Well, he was very like, aggressive physical. He didn't say like very very aggressive but I was like I prefer it to be more aggressive. Right. But not then, to that point. Right. More that aggressive like, than a wet rag. That was yeah exactly but it, this was like that's extreme. Like, that's too much. And that's it's like, like how a lion has sex. Oh well he was like <sighs> They bite in. They hang on. <laughs> it was too much. I was like, stop, 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 they stop. They do. I've never do used the word stop more in my entire life. Did he and stop? Did he stop? He would stop like the things that he was doing that I was uh, like, that's too no. much. But no, then no, he no. also wouldn't let me call him daddy, which I thought was weird considering the fact that he, he could call me a slut and a whore like every five seconds. And I'm like, but you won't let me call you daddy. That's like a weird thing to oh, you. Oh, maybe he has kids. Oh no. Like a little baby dog. Did you see any toys so. around <laughs> that look like baby dolls? And he's like, that's for the dog. But there was oh, no dog. Lee, that sounds so intense. No, and then, um, so like I was writing him like reverse, and then he just like kept making me stop because he was going to come. And I was like, we've had sex for like literally like three minutes. This is getting Oh, like, I would have been like, annoying. yes, come daddy. I would have been like, Let's be finish. over yeah, because you're fucking hitting it. me in the face. But he would like make me stop. And I was like, are you really making me stop? Like, this is the most that I can get out of you at this point because I'm not enjoying myself. And at least this way I'm not looking at you. Yes. And I'm like just fully enjoying like the, the physical aspects of you. Right. And he made me stop. And then he was like, um, where do you want me to come? And I was like, not on my face. And he was like, on your face? I'm going to come on your face. And I was like, no, no. I don't want that. I don't want that. And? And I eventually just let him do it because I was like, I want this to be no, over. You <laughs> okay, very into ass play. Yeah, and I'm like not into it or mm-hmm. like receiving. Right. But when I was like writing him reverse, he just like was begging to the point where I was like not into it. He was just like, oh my God, please just like let me eat your ass. And I was like, no, I'm really not enjoying myself. And he's like, well, will you eat mine? And I was like, okay, fine. It's like the second time that... <laughs> You are queer. Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten ass. I'm hip with the kids. But I was like, if this was, is going to... Was his it's ass clean? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Okay. okay. Because straight men's ass is Yeah, I'm me. like, ugh, ambivalent towards it. But it's not the first time that I've done it. So I'm like, if this is going to make you come faster, this is going to make like, everything bye. be over, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, my God. And then I obviously, literally like, made him just jerk off and Oh, watch. it was so fast. I was like, okay, this is fine. But I was like literally like eating his ass, like rolling my eyes, like, oh my God, I can't wait to get out. I have done that. I have been sucking a dick. Rolling somebody, my eyes. Yeah, like, like please, fuck. God, that like, is let my me move. get, like, set me free. The eye roll was. And then he's like, I'm ready to come, let me something. come on your face. And I was like, oh my God, just like, do it. So it seemed like you didn't want to do any of the things that he was making. How was your makeup was after he came on your face? Flawless. Like, my uh, eyelashes were ruined, and it was my favorite pair that they don't sell anymore. Huh? So I'm like kind of mad. And then I made him like pay for my Uber home, obviously. And then yeah. he was like, oh, you're going to make me do that? And I was like, you just. 
yes yeah, yeah i'm gonna make you do eyelashes. that and i was like i can get it if it's gonna be an issue and then he was like no i got it i guess that's the thing now and i was like i'm never gonna see you again wow that first off you're dick. too short and too ugly to be giving me this energy anyway, right now. We're gonna, you're gonna show us the pictures after yeah, this we're yeah because i need to see what like yeah. what a real asshole looks like yeah what what's your sex story i daddy um, what <laughs> fuck <laughs> you to hell um I'll make this quick, uh, but it's mine is about moaning. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucked this guy last night, and like he. Oh, you finally put your dick in someone? <laughs> yeah. Good for you. I've been waiting. Was for it a love? While. Yeah, you told us that you were gonna wait until you had a real connection with someone. Oh well, this guy <laughs> fucked before. Oh okay. Yeah. So that was the connection. That was that the connection. Yeah. Before. Just that we had fucked a few times, yeah. and then we hadn't talked to each other for like six months, and then he just like reappeared, and we were like, oh yeah, let's fuck again. But um, he moans a lot, <laughs> and what's interesting about him is his back is like an erogenous zone. Okay. So it's like if you're like kissing him and then you like put your hands on his back, just place them there. You can tell that's like that gets him going. And then if you like scratch or massage, he's just like he moans like. Uh-huh. And then so I'll fuck him. He'll lay on lay on the bed and then I'll lay on top of him and I'll fuck him. And it's like he's getting like this full body situation. But he moans loud and he mm-hmm. lives in an apartment complex. Uh-huh. And like how loud? Like, ah. Uh, wow. uh, uh, yeah, and it's like uh, it's, with, it's with every breath, and he also goes, uh, "Oh fuck, fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck!" Like so, he does the like. So it sounds like I'm beating it up, and like I'm just fucking him regularly. Like I'm not going crazy. Uh-huh. And when I start to You're get just like him soft stroke, right? When when I start to like really go for it, then he quiets down. But like I can't really go for it. Like I get tired. Yeah. Like I'm trying to like build up, build the mood. So I'm I'm like building up to it. But with like the slower movements, he moans so much louder. So I'm trying to understand. If that's part of it that gets him going, the mm-hmm. moaning, or if it's really like he can't help it and it just happens. Like, because at one point he was going, ah, and like he took his own hand and covered his mouth. <laughs> and then at one point he literally stopped and was like, is it too loud? Like a, a harsh shift because like uh-huh. the way he's reacting, it seems like it's involuntary. Yeah. What was the sound again? Nope. I just need it really quick. No, nope. please. It's really <laughs> quick. I just want the sound really quick. The one where he goes, "Ah, oh, fuck! Ah, oh, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> fuck!" <laughs> but it makes me feel like I'm doing a grape job. Yeah. You know a what I mean? Grape job. <laughs> like, like, like juicy juice grape. You know what I mean? So do you think? So you're asking? Do you, I just don't. No, I'm like, is it I'm like, like an act or is he into it? I think he's into it. I think he wants to moan, yeah. but like you, you, I'm not, I'm not giving him an earth shatter. Like, like girl, you're in yeah. control of what's going on. Plus like on the way up to his apartment, like all the neighbor's windows are open. Like the kids, there are kids in the apartment yeah, next yeah, door yeah. playing video games. I have been that we person We pet though. the dog outside of his neighbor. They're hanging out on the balcony. Yeah. Like girl, everyone saw me go in there and then 10 minutes later you're going, fuck out the like you know the windows were closed the yeah. ac was on but it's like bitch you can hear 
Well, the last guy that I was fucking in San Francisco, that's what I was. I was so loud, but it was like not vol. Like I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. It was just like really good. But then one night I noticed like Maybe really his good. windows were all open, and I was yeah. like, I know there's kids that live downstairs, uh, and I was just like fully like, oh my god. Yeah. But the last guy that I was with, I was like, yeah, I can be loud depending. And then he's like, my roommate's not here. You can be as loud as you want. And I was like, now I'm expected to be loud. And, and I don't really like, want to. So silent. I was like, I felt like, uh, that's Do a scene in Romeo and Michelle. What? Oh, yeah. Where they fake the sex. Yeah, in, where in she the fakes the it in the, in the mechanics office. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That was me. Yeah. Just like, like oh, last yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, something to think about. <laughs> Do you moan on purpose or are you putting on a show? Well, like, I've seen like videos where they're like moaning like helps you I'm feel moan. it more. Of course, and I like When I it. bottom, I moan, but like it's not like, oh, fuck. It's just like, oh. No, God. <laughs> never. Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Pass oh, oh. the barf bucket. <laughs> you're going, <laughs> you're going, oh, skibbity booba. Oh, that ran up in my <laughs> Well, Krem, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank, thank you for coming on such short notice. Yeah, I didn't have anything else. Thanks for the boxes. Oh, yeah, you're Thanks welcome. Thanks for the makeup tips. I didn't give you those. Thanks for moving Don't here. Don't put that on me. All yeah, right. Exactly. Thanks for letting me know that highlighting in white is an option. Did I do that? No. Okay. I didn't do it. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? At Creme Fatale on Instagram. Creme underscore Fatale on Twitter. Nobody gives a shit about Facebook anymore. That's about it. Hi, I'm Meatball, and you can find me at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram. Still trying to get that at Meatball. Uh, and at Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Big Dipper Jelly, and um, you can stream my album Late Bloomer everywhere. So please do that. Also, um, we are launching a Make-A-Wish Foundation, or uh, a donation. We are looking for someone with a silicone pump dick. Oh, yeah. To uh, uh, make Meatball's wish come true. Come I, to the I studio. I need you to come to the studio. I want to be on a microphone with you, and then I want to touch it. Yeah, and so if you I've live, already touched one, but it wasn't one of the... It wasn't as... We need like, like a, a fully pumped, like if you live in LA. I need like a 300cc baby. If you live in LA or you have friends who live in LA and they pump up their dicker balls, or if you just happen to have elephantitis of the dicker yeah, balls. If you have a weird dick, bring it down bring it on, on the river. Bring it on down here. Bring it on down the river. And let me play with it, and that's going to be fun <laughs> yeah. for everyone involved. So email us at unbearmyheart at gmail.com. And we read some emails from the mystery guest episode where we talked about my roommate and his dog's sexual behavior. Seemed like it was all a go. We were right. Your roommate's wrong. No, seemed the opposite. Everyone has sex with their dog in the room. I know. That's gross to me. And, yeah, that's and new parents have sex with the baby With the in baby the in the bed. No. Not just so, in the room. It was in the bed next I to think her. It get, I think people just, I think she was breastfeeding while she was getting fucked. They tap into human nature. They're uh, just like, this is what it is. Too bad. No big deal. This is where I you think it's from. like it's like when you have a. Because of that, <laughs> I'm so shocked. That you're All right, we have to go. This has been like we're, this is the this longest is the episode longest we've episode we've ever done in our entire life. All right, bye. bye. Oh, and make sure to get the Reverie app, and you can get it for free now. You don't have to have an account. You can watch a bunch of stuff and listen to stuff for free. Um, there's some ads on it, or you can pay, and it'll be ad free. So you can get that um, because Reverie. Then buy my merch on dragqueenmerch.com/slash/crumpetal. 
Unbearable with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Reverie original podcast executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pelliccioni. The show is produced by Josh Perkins. Our cover art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni, and our theme song was produced by Mike Malarkey. Download the Reverie app and use code BEAR for 25% off your first three months. 